0: Hello and welcome to motoring first, it's absolutely no envy at all when I say that Shumi's been out riding another motorcycle <laughs> At least I didn't go to a
1: racetrack or a go-kart track because I think that's next I think
0: Yeah, you know that's it,
1: so much to look forward to. Anyways, um, uh, the motorcycle we're talking about is uh, explosive It's not like he's not been traveling okay, he's been traveling too, it's just that his turn has not yet come so you're getting like this about it
0: But we're talking about an explosive motorcycle today
1: no, just a projectile weapon. Projectile weapon, fiery stuff, no? is it? You know, it's the strangest thing. I was thinking about this while we were prepping for the shooting to begin. Royal Enfield has all the cool names, right? Meteor. The bike, though, it's not a performance bike, right? Yeah. Made like a gun. Like <laughs> but they're calm and they have a feeling and all of that, right? It's, it's like a, and I think the shotgun which is the motorcycle we're discussing today is probably the motorcycle with the least appropriate name in some ways in that sense right because it's all about the look right and it's not about how it goes
0: yeah because for
1: once it's actually not about how it goes if you buy the shotgun thinking this is what it will do for you i think you're buying the wrong bike it is all about how it looks and how it makes you feel and it's like carrying a shotgun as a fashion accessory right i mean it sounds american as soon as i say that but it's the strangest thing
0: baseline It's the Super Meteor that's been chopped up. I mean, in terms of Uh, dressed, down,
1: sort of. Okay, so the engine is exactly the Super Meteor engine. Okay, state of tune, gearing, everything. Okay, is the same. Uh, The chassis core is also the same as the Super Meteor. No Mm. changes there. Mm. But the suspension is slightly different. The front suspension is the same unit, but it's thirty mm shorter, so the front end is lower. The rear shock is nine millimeters longer. Okay. So, it's a little bit taller and it has more absorption capacity than the Super meteor does which is the weakest link in the SuperMeteor story. Great news. Right, and the wheel sizes are different which is the biggest change to me. Okay. The SuperMeteor runs a 19-inch front and a 16 rear so the Cruiser format. Right. Whereas the shotgun runs a more normal 18 front and a 17 rear. Okay. So, the whole motorcycle has been tilted back more or less to horizontal. The rear has risen because of the wheel size and therefore, it's going to be a little bit more comfortable than the SuperMeteor to ride and then it's formatted sort of like a bobber the only way i think that the shotgun name is appropriate in fact is that it takes aim at so many things simultaneously <laughs> that it is sort of like a shotgun in the sense of you know you walk into a room and you shoot a shotgun what do you mean it's so- I, I in my head it's a bobber right right so technically it can't be a bobber it does look like one if you remove the rear rack and everything but it can't actually be a bobber until you mount the rear fender onto the swing arm and that's one moving unit that's you, how a bobber is created
0: are you serious yeah that's the
1: yeah yeah which is why the if you actually have a bobber you can't really put a pillion seat on it you can't mount luggage because the whole thing will move up and down with the uh, swing arm right i'd do that to a pillion if i really hated them but if i really hated them i wouldn't be on my bike right bouncing <laughs> so you are riding the hard tail part of the motorcycle and i am on the suspended part of the motorcycle you're my unsprung mass now right so wow. on the royal enfield when you take the rears Rack off and the rack is standard, and the seat that mounts to it is standard. It's part of what you buy. Okay. If you take so it off. So basically, you're saying the pillion seat
0: and the luggage rack, as it is, is a piece that
1: you get with the bike? It's mounted on the bike as stock so oh. that it is registered as a two person motorcycle. Hmm. And you have the option of removing a bunch of bolts and taking that thing off. We'll talk about the bolts thing because Royal Enfield has quickly slipped one in there. I right? will talk about it. But basically, the idea is you can remove the entire rack. Hmm and the seat and everything. So you'll have the floating seat like on a bobber and then that clean fender at the back which presents the idea of a bobber. Okay. I don't think it's a bad thing though. Mm. Because it means A. You do have the flexibility of choosing whether you want a two-up motorcycle or a one-up motorcycle. So you have two design choices there which is on a bobber, on a real bobber, you wouldn't have that. Correct. On a real bobber, you add a hack pillion seat. And you've seen a lot of these Instagram reels yes. where people fold out seats and all Correct. this nonsense, right? As soon as you have a second person on that motorcycle and have a crash, you've given the insurance guys the biggest thing they need to deny your claim because your motorcycle was technically illegal at that point because your bobber was registered as a solo seat motorcycle mm-hmm. and you had two people on it. Okay. Right? So Royal Enfield is saying it can look like a bobber. But if you need to carry a pillion, you do have the accommodation built in, which you can remove if you don't feel like it. Okay, but this is like a global perspective. I mean, this is, I mean, I think the super meteor derivative and shotgun etc all of these motorcycles are all intended for an international audience our roads are simply not good enough for this format to really work in india mm. if you're a hardcore rider you will manage you mm. will learn to manage we've said this before but if you're looking at this long and low format and thinking i'm buying a comfortable motorcycle please just get a test ride. Right? you'll realize how uncomfortable these motorcycles are and it's not the format it's the fact that they can't have too much rear suspension mm. and the super meteors case it's terrifyingly bad Hmm. very very few people in our office are willing to ride the supermeteor the guy who was supposed to go return it to royal Enfield hemmed and hawed about it before he did Uh, on the shotgun the same person aditya was supposed to go return it and aditya is like do i have to (laughs) 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 so it is uncomfortable you can get used to it but you don't have to make that transition mentally they look like comfortable bikes but they're not okay but it's a it's a bobber
0: right
1: pseudo quasi so it's a not a
0: bobber bobber. it's an unbobber-bobber. They unbobber-bobber. Okay. Uh, the unbobber-bobber looks good. It looks damn good. And that's what they need
1: to do. Yes. I don't think they're meant to be practical. No. And that's exactly the point that I made at the start. That this is a motorcycle which unlike a shotgun which has a job to do, the shotgun has a job which is how do I make the rider feel? Mm-hmm and how do I make the rider look. And those two things it nails. I have not been able to take a picture of the unbobber-bobber in any situation uh, where it didn't look good in the picture automatically without me trying anything, right? Mm. So I've put, as we do this story, about 260 kilometers on it, Mm. made a really poor road choice there and had to suffer 35 kilometers of under construction broken old highway uh, managed, survived. I learned that you can stand up on the unbobber bobber whereas on the super meteor, you have no choice about remaining seated. Mm. It's not a comfortable way to stand up, but you can manage if you have to. In the process, I took pictures of it in the urban environment and outside. There's not a single bad picture in there. And what Royal Enfield have done and been clever about it is usually all the panels on Royal Enfields are rounded for retro. Correct right it's actually a very good term i'm going to use it again rfr rounded for retro okay but on this you'll see that the panels are much flatter mm. and there are not sharp creases but sharper creases on the side panel on the tank and the tank itself is much smaller 13 and a half liters now mm. so you do see on a long ride like this you'll see the fuel disappear uh as you ride and it doesn't mean it's thirsty it's just a smaller tank right so it is about how it looks a lot more than how it rides and you know it handles now a little bit more than the Super Meteor in the sense of. It. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, because flatter bar, the steering has been tucked in a little bit, the rake and uh, okay. trail have been tweaked, and the wheelbase is a little bit more compact and stuff. So, uh, an 18 inch wheel in the front rather than a 19. So, all of those elements add up. But. Uh, the bar's yeah. quite. Oh, yeah, but I rode. I, uh, I rode the Scout in New Zealand many years ago and the Scout has this massive front tyre yeah. and it took, I think, five, six kilometres of adjusting to how much force goes into Correct. that handlebar before it starts to respond.
0: On the meter, you have leverage, so it makes things exactly. easier. So Here on, you
1: don't. Exactly, exactly right. So on the shotgun, you're going to mm. have to recalibrate how much force mm. steering is. Once you get used to that, then it's a pretty natural feeling motorcycle. But if you're going through traffic, it's not going to feel light. Mm. No way. It's yep. going to be heavy steering, heavy steering, but responsive if you're willing to put in the effort. Right. All Why are you smiling? <laughs> because every time you're describing all of this, I'm thinking back to the first time I ever rode a
0: bobber, which was uh, the Triumph barber, hmm. right? And you look at it and think, this is pointless. Why would anyone buy this? Hmm. Right? It's completely impractical. It hmm. didn't have a pillion seat, any, any option. It was low, it was loud, it was uh, not comfortable. And yeah, it had terrible rear suspension also yeah, in the process. I think that's the definition of Bobo in that in, mm. in that sense. Um, and then I rode it. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't a very long ride. must have been maybe 10-15 kilometers, something like that. Mm. But at the end of it, I was just laughing. And I was... I, I only had this wish to ride more. Mm. It was just completely ridiculous. Mm. It's not a motorcycle for the city. It's not something, I mean, that motorcycle wasn't something you'd even go on the highway and spend. say that I'm going to travel with this. you take it for blasts. Literally, that's what you'd do. You know, a quick, short blast, come back and be like, yeah, I'm, fe- I'm feeling better now. They're like, that was it. Mm. And uh, I remember meeting somebody later who had one. And I was like, good job, hmm. you know, you bought that, that means, you know, you there's a certain mood you're going for. Hmm.
1: Does that happen with the shotgun? I think so. Yeah. So I, I think that uh, instead of the Royal Enfield shotgun, if it was called the Sport shotgun as a way to sell backpacks, I, I think it'd be a great idea because remember, by design, it's not meant to be practical. Hmm. Now, Royal Enfield says it can be practical. You can add the rack. Right. And uh, what was the exact thing they said? They said you can have the pillion seat on and you could drop your partner off to their workplace. Okay, so you have the rack on, you yeah. put the seat, and the seat is like you put the uh, ignition key into the seat and it locks into place and unlocks into place, so it's damn quick. Yeah. Then you come home, take off the seat and go get groceries and come. Because under the seat is a rack and it just takes four bolts to remove. Just? And yeah, and it turns out that our shotgun came with the rack installed and it was not supposed to be like that. So then somebody had to come and uh, remove the rack for us. It's not that simple.
0: <laughs> so, Surprise!
1: Yeah, yeah, no. So, to access the rack, four mounting bolts. First, you have to take two bolts off the seat and take that off. Okay. At which point, you discover there is a trim panel underneath. I'm going to leave photographs, so you'll see it. There's a trim panel underneath with three Allen keys because it blocks the, the mounting bolts. So, you take the trim piece off. Mm then you realize that the rear two mounting points for this rack are the suspension mounts Correct. so you're hoping that you remember not to take both the bolts out simultaneously because then the whole bike back of the bike will just sit down and then you'll have to sort of lift it back into place so The idea that you could play with this rack on a regular basis and keep taking it on and off, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. It's too much work and there are too many critical bolts in there for me. to. So the
0: easy part is taking the seat off and putting it back on.
1: So you could take that seat off and put the seat back on whenever you feel like, which means the rack will stay on. I'll leave you a photograph of what it looks like. We have a photograph of Mm. the bike because we never received the pillion seat. We only got the rack. And the rack isn't pretty. Yeah, and the rack's finish level is uh, is not happening. Uh, And I was asking Royal Enfield, in the context of the Himalayan and what is going on with the finish. And it's all robot welded now. So mm. the welds are as clean as they can manage right now. But some of the design choices are kind of weird. So, for example, this uh, subframe is built around a tubular frame. Correct. In the middle of which is a connecting plate, which is made of metal. And you know how SW Motec does curved metals for strength so that you don't have to put a tube or a box section in there. OK, great idea. It saves you a lot of weight and stuff. Great. But it's welded to the top of the tube halfway to the tube. Mm. So, it's like a rack and then there is a dirty weld line on three sides and it just doesn't present as finished as the rest of the bobber looks. It really looked tacky. Yeah, so it's almost like the designers at Royal Enfield made sure that you wouldn't use the rack,
0: Mm.
1: right? I, I don't understand it. But I think increasingly I'm coming to the conclusion that Royal Enfield has reached the stage where finish and attention to detail is the two things that they need to start paying attention to and all of their products will feel even more premium just directly because of it. What do you mean by that? I mean… The fasteners, the the nuts and bolts on the Himalayan for example, right? Right. All the engine bolts, the smaller bolts have all become these nice polished Allen key bolts, right? The engine is black. (laughs) Right? Great. No, 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 it's fine. The Triumph also used to do, that. if you remember the Mission Impossible speed triple was full of these contrast uh, chrome bolts and it looked fantastic. Mm. I don't have a problem with that but Mm. the rear engine mount Mm. And then behind that, the two mounts for the linkage of the uh, suspension. Those are normal bolts. And mm. they're big. Mm. And they're silver on black. Mm. So your eye goes to the Allen key, you're like, oh, nice. Mm. And then it goes here and say, Hey, wait, why did we just go from 2023 nuts and bolts to 1982 nuts and bolts. Why would we do this? That kind of thing. Uh, if you look at the uh, shotgun, under the tank they've put a small black cover that hides the throttle body and the injectors and all that, right? Okay, great. Between the bottom of the tank and the top of that cap is a centimeter and a half of a gap. And it's strange because that's where the wires emerge from. So okay. the whole point of it is there's some mechanical stuff there and it's kind of complicated looking, we'd hide that. And you stopped one and a half centimeter short of actually hiding it oh. so you see the wires go in and it's just a little bit of mess here a little bit of mess there a little bit of mess there and when you look at the motorcycles overall then it slightly starts to look a little bit messy i don't think the speed 400 to take an example is a better quality motorcycle than these i don't think it's going to be more reliable than these and etc right. etc cetera, et cetera. but they've taken the time to clean things up, up. right yeah. now i spoke to uh mark wells who is the head of product at royal Enfield, and he says he's not of the philosophy that everything needs to be behind a panel mm. so they don't like to do that fair enough but then let's root the wires cleanly like the himalayan when it's pointed uh side on to you with the uh, wheel straight mm. uh the tank rack etc hides a lot of stuff right you lock the himalayan's handlebar and it basically opens like that and then that place is just full of this wavy mess of wiring yeah. right it reminded me of your hair remember wow you, this curly thing growing out of your head and out of control
0: personal attacks now okay
1: i don't mind it on you it's part of your brand but on royal Enfield, i expect more <laughs> <laughs> well good job so on the shotgun mm. i think finish levels can improve further but it presents as a really good looking motorcycle and i think if you're a, if you're riding on a shotgun and somebody takes a picture of you anywhere close to the shotgun you'll automatically look better in the mm. photograph because of the shotgun i think that's what it's for on on this front
0: like let's say for the himalayan like i i mean you can definitely see those wires and all of that cables routing around the headstock which is not pretty uh, but given the space and the tone that the himalayan is about it didn't bother me yeah now i haven't paid so much attention to the shotgun but given what it's meant to be which is an ornament, it's meant to be this uh, absolute indulgence. Yeah. I would want it to be, yes. I would expect it to be more riveting when you look at it up close yes, as well. Right? I, I would, would want that yes, from it. I would. Even if it is, has that more blunt force kind of feel. Yeah. That, that's how I, I was thinking about it, you know. Uh, I would want it to be clean.
1: I agree. I fully agree. I, and I think the Super Meteor and the Shotgun both are more presentation motorcycles than utility motorcycles. Uh, And there is a strange balance in there if you think about it because the Super Meteor is more functional than the shotgun, but it's also more uncomfortable than the shotgun. So they're slightly weird on that front, right? But yeah, I do want them to look good. And if you look at Super Meteor versus whatever Royal Enfields were before that, uh, Continental GT or the Interceptor, the finish level is much better. Mm. The attention to detail level is not much better. Mm. You know, Uh, on the Himalayan, you park the Himalayan far away, and you look at it, it's got stance and there's a certain size to it and there's a certain presence to it, right? The closer you get, Hmm. the more you notice these little things that stick out. And they stick out because the rest of it is so nice, yeah, right? In the same way the shotgun, I I can see that this motorcycle in the hands of a custom builder who is not worried about how many inches of wiring am I putting into it because Hmm. he's not a mass production guy trying to calculate the last pennies, right? He would route these wires a little bit more cautiously. And therefore, the bike would look better because of it. This seems like the pers- perfect uh, platform for custom builders. like. And that's what price. Royal Enfield's uh, marketing pitch is. I think it's for custom by customer, by custom for customer, something like that. I'm oh. sorry, I don't know the exact marketing terms. I don't pay much attention to that. But uh, the whole idea is that it's sort of like a custom bike that a factory. Look, bobbers work customs to start with, right? Yeah. It was people trying to make the bike smaller, lighter, etc. etc. That created the bobber. So this is now the factory bobber, as the factory super motor, it's not a, a bobber bobber. So now it is an unbobber bobber that does look oh. very good because it's an unbobber bobber. The ride quality is actually better than what it would have been if it was an actual bobber. Mm. But restrictions, discomfort. Discomfort is the weight of the steering. That's what you mean. Uh, mostly how much you'll bounce over our Indian road conditions. But it's better than the super meteor. Yes, 9mm more rear travel, I think 8mm wheel travel actual and it does make a dent. So, yeah, can I call it comfortable? No, my job is to set the expectations, right? So my expectation is please go for a test ride and you will find an uncomfortable motorcycle and then decide whether this level of comfort is enough for you to live with a great looking motorcycle or not, is what I'm saying. On the Super Meteor, I'm pretty clear that most people will not accept that level of discomfort. On a shotgun, I think it's much closer to where you'd say, yes, I'm willing to live with that. Okay, but the
0: impracticality of it is the lack of a proper pillion seat or the
1: convenience? Uh, See again, it's an option. You can add a pillion seat and make it convenient or you can make it good looking and inconvenient. You have to choose. It Mm. is a metal tank, so you'll be able to add a tank bag, for example. Mm. If you like backpacks, you can always wear a backpack and manage. And in India, we wear the backpack in the front sometimes. Mm. So the weight is on our thighs instead of actually carrying the backpack. So there's a number of ways to do it. But Mm. will the bike offer you that many ways to do it? No, it's not supposed to.
0: Mm. So like if, I don't think of this motorcycle while I could think of the Super meteor as being the one motorcycle
1: that you have in your garage. Hmm.
0: This I don't think. No, you have way. to be pretty
1: hardcore to have a bobber or an unbobber bobber as your single bike garage. It, it have to be hardcore. See, think okay. about it like this. If you were to buy an extremely uncomfortable Japanese, uh, no, let's go to Italian, they're more uncomfortable. Let's say you would have a Panigale V4 in your garage and you use that as your daily. Hmm. You can. Yeah. Is it going to be easy? Oh, heck no. You're going to have burnt thighs the whole time because the exhaust pipe is actually under your bum. But would you not be able to live with it, it is a very, very personal choice. And if I were to put a hundred people on a panigali, two of them will turn out to be hardcore enough to deal with that. Mm. So I'm not worried about this part. I am saying as a general expectation setting, test riding the Super Meteor will show up discomfort. You get to decide whether you like it or not. I think most people will say I don't. Mm. Shotgun, it will be uncomfortable. I think many more people will say, this I can live with and some will say, no, this is still too much for me. Oh. My worry with Royal Enfield is not just the fact that these are uncomfortable, Royal Enfield doesn't change things. Right. So the interceptor we know has two soft rear suspension, which has certain pros and a lot of cons, but they've not done anything about it. Hmm. Yeah, there are so many things that we would like to see
0: fixed so that it becomes a uh just a more enjoyable completes it yeah so you it's not happening if you
1: look at um, bajaj ktm suzuki honda there are moving changes as problems occur and problems become significant enough for them to think about it you can see that these things are being changed and Hmm. things are improving so just for context it's normal for
0: manufacturers to uh, launch a vehicle and realize that some things need to be fixed these are updates yeah uh updates uh they're called running updates uh which they won't even talk about it's just part of the course of making the vehicle right so this is su- suspension updates it could be tuned for the engine it could be some part changes whatever it can be small it can be big in terms of componentry but for you the experience just gets better it's not something that they're going to come and talk about and this is something that we've seen happen with vehicles in terms of suspension especially in cars as well yeah um and this is something we hoped the 650s would get definitely with the suspension updates yeah. uh, uh by the 650s of course the and, uh, and the interceptor so in this case uh would it get updates um
1: to f- uh, look the history says it won't right right i'm saying anecdotally royal enfield last reacted almost at an emergency scale was the bs3 himalayan Correct. which had so many issues which was crisis level. Which was crisis level, right. But if you see running updates, uh, if you notice, uh, KTM will at least do colors every year. Mm. Uh, Bajaj will do sticker changes at least every year. Mm. There was a time when Hero used to do a definite graphics and stickers change every Diwali. But what was underneath was small changes made to the bike, which they wouldn't discuss really because there were minor changes. So, I mean, and it could be very small. Okay, it could be a certain connector on a certain wire constantly causes issues. So we upgraded that connector. It's not a press release worthy item, but it does change the experience for whoever buys that version of the vehicle and so on and so forth. It adds up. So, we know that the Pirellis were terrible at the start, for example. But the Pirellis persisted on the Interceptor and the Continental until the import license and all of that drama happened and then they went to Seattle and Reddish Line. But for some reason, the Continental gets the Reddish Lines which are much nicer than the SEATs. But the Interceptor continues to get the SEATs. But hey, the suspension was complained about right from the start saying it's yeah. too soft, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. It's still running the same suspension, right? We talked about the Hunter suspension being too stiff. Owners are telling us that the gas charge suspension from the previous Continental GT 535 I think, or no, the old classic or whatever and the new classic suspension both improve the experience. Yeah. And anecdotally, if you see in our comment streams, you'll find owners who have told each other saying do this, do this and it's three and a half thousand rupees for one and six and a half thousand rupees for this is not a big change for the owners, right? They've made the change and moved on with their lives. Mm -hmm. Royal Enfield is still supplying the same spec. So that movement of a product being improved over its lifetime is something that I'd like to see start happening. Okay, you're a retro brand, you're a slow-moving brand, you like to do things, that's great. And you're a busy brand because you have stuff coming one after the other and even if the world doesn't know it, a spy shot or the other will remind you every week because somebody needs Google to give them some traffic, right? Mm. I get it. But a product needs to keep moving so that it keeps getting better with time. Mm. And I don't see that at Royal Enfield which is why I want to set the expectation even more firmly than usual for the shortcut. Okay. So, in sum, that's it. That's it? Yeah. It's the same instrument cluster. Okay. It's the same switchgear, but now it's black as the Super Meteor. It's the same headlight, so it's an average headlight at best. Does it sound different? Because for me, the bobber, the other thing is it should be a little… Very slightly. Very slight. So it's the same pipe, same header, everything. The end of it is that what they call the pea shooter which uh-huh. is the, the round thing with the yeah. spigot or whatever. So it sounds a little bit different. Uh-huh. What I like about the 650 twin is it's always there in your soundtrack. You, you always hear it. Running. Always and I really, yeah. really yeah. like the that little sound. Beat. Yeah, and know. it has a... And the 650 does have its sense of... Uh, how shall I put it? Gravitas? It has a sense of heft and presence and I'm, I'm, I'm a big engine. All
0: encompassing and composure yeah. of
1: sorts, you know. Yeah, so it has... It has its own personality and it's very much imbued into all the four motorcycles mm-hmm. uh, again uh, i think royal Enfield had an opportunity to think about slightly different states of tune for the four which they don't actually mm. do so bullet classic meteor run the same engine and here four 650s and more coming all run the same state of tune i think there's an opportunity to open that mm. a little bit more Play with the gearing a little bit, which again Royal Enfield has done with the rear wheel sizes a lot more than they've done with sprockets or right. actual gearing. So there is a chance to do more here, but um, as a bike, it works. Okay. In the sense of visual appeal, aesthetic appeal, make you feel. You know, if if you if you see the Instagram reels where a rider is looking really good, the bobber will just do that. <laughs> uh, the it, not a bobber, bobber, un bobber, The un bobber, bobber will just do that. Bobber.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, so it's a good looking motorcycle, Yeah, it's uh, more comfortable than the Super Meteor yes. in this terms of suspension, it's a bit heavier to
1: steer, yeah. so maybe not
0: as convenient when you're at low speeds.
1: Uh, again, I would say get used to it rather than fight it. Hmm. Okay, uh, It's the same thing for heating, it's the same thing for me for seat height and it's the same thing for me for steering effort. Hmm. There is a certain kind of motorcycle that will require you to do a certain amount of work there is no way around that Mm. right you can't expect uh, our 1300gs to be light Mm. you can get used to how it feels and not let it bother you anymore right Uh, a motorcycle that is very exciting to ride but runs hot is not going to run cooler because you went on social media and complained about it. It's how it is. Now you can choose to work around it and appreciate what the motorcycle is about. Or you can say this is not my format and move on with it. So will a big, large wheel in the front with a relatively narrow handlebar and a tight rake Mm. feel light? Mm. No. But does that mean it won't go through traffic quickly? Of course it will. You'll put more effort into it. You have to figure out whether you're willing to put in the effort or not. Mm. And if you're coming up from a small motorcycle, I accept it's a big change to make. But I think it's a necessary change to make because larger vehicles do require more work. The work that we put into
0: mastering our vehicles is what makes them so satisfying. Yeah. Right. So if we were to just mix timelines up a bit and said that we got to autonomous vehicles a hundred years ago, right, and we didn't have all this in between, we wouldn't be so fascinated about bikes and cars. It's because there was a challenge to overcome. You had to learn upskill yourself and you through that discovered parts of you, you didn't know you had. And on the Boba, I kid you not, like it happens even on some sport bikes. When, you, when you're when you sitting on it and you feel you're working your back when you're steering it, it just feels, it just feels Different, like you get yeah. that, feel like, yeah, I'm doing something. Yeah. Right. So it's part of the experience that change in seating position is a small thing. But it changes how you feel on the bike, and for some people, it will just hit the spot, and for many, it'll just
1: be like, nah, not worth it. But but I'm it's saying, up to you. experience it before you reject it. Yeah. Right. Try it, and then say, okay, this is like I, I, I was riding the Valkyrie, which mm. is the naked version of the Goldwing many generations ago, six cylinders and all of that. And I was making a U-turn at the end of Iroli Bridge, I think. At that point of time, Iroli Bridge didn't have much traffic, which it's a bridge in Bombay like a regular bridge. Uh, And at that point it was Bombay. So, I'm making this U-turn and I'm turning, 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 turning and at the end, this handlebar grip is actually in my rib. Hmm. Wow. Because it's huge, otherwise it's a massive heavy motorcycle, how else are you going to steer? It's super stable, so I didn't have my feet down, I think. It's just that this handlebar has now come around, so this arm is fully (laughs) fully extended, I have to turn my body a little bit to accommodate and the other one is in my rib. And at that point, I could have said this is a ridiculous motorcycle.
0: Hmm.
1: But I have very nice memories of riding a Valkyrie. I just know that it's so wide and it takes so much work that maybe I won't want to commute on it every day actually i would but i wouldn't want to commute on it every day but i understand what it stood for mm. and that owner said yes this is what i do i take it out on a saturday i'd make a nice smooth quiet run to Lonavala or whatever and come back and mm. that's what it's for right. for my daily traffic thing i have something else that does something else for me, right i ride my Multistrada every day it's not the easiest thing to ride in traffic i love the fact that i can work with it right so whenever you have these physical limitations on motorcycles that you think are going to interrupt your flow Consider trying it out before you reject the idea, say oh, that's too heavy, that's too light, it doesn't have enough ground clearance. Maybe some of it is dependent on how you ride and what your skill level is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So in my head, this is a great second or third motorcycle in your garage. I would love to have it, not as my primary, but
1: it would be something you just take out for like a coffee. Yeah. Okay, done. So when I become super rich, yeah. I will buy you your third motorcycle for a birthday. As, already is as the unbobber bobber. Uh, un- uh, no, it has to be the not bobber bobber. That presumes that you will already have bought two motorcycles by that point of time. <laughs> two motorcycles are already there. No, no, one motorcycles in my house. <laughs> uh, un- I saw it yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, one is at your place. Correct.
1: Yeah. Okay, fine. Chal done. Karte hai. done. done. When, when I when I b- b- super rich, I will buy him an unbobber bobber. I have to get him a GT3 RS. That's why. (laughs) So, um, it's my favorite car, Uh, GT2 RS. Actually, not this. Sorry, GT2 RS. Summary. Should I? Do you think we deserve it? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do the summary. If you don't mind, I'll do the summary.
0: Alright,
1: okay, cool. Royal Enfield's shotgun is a very, very close cousin of the Super Meteor with tighter steering and a little bit more of a sporty feel but not a lightweight feel. It's still quite a heavy motorcycle to steer and all of that. But you can hustle it up a mountain road if you want to. No mechanical changes at all to the engine. There is a subframe at the back that you can take off if you want it to look like a single seat motorcycle, sort of like a bobber although technically it's not one. Which is why Karthike calls it the not bobber bobber or the unbobber bobber. But it is a good-looking motorcycle that will make you feel a certain way and that's literally 90% of what the shotgun is for. Only the last 10% is what the utility value is. There is a rack which you could use to carry luggage or add a seat but the rear suspension is better than the Super Meteor but not better enough for me to say buy one of these and you would just be able to do everything with it because you're not going to be able to do it and that's what you want to go for the test ride. When you go to test ride, the Super Meteor and the shotgun, ideally back-to-back, You'll have to figure out can you live with the level of comfort these motorcycles offer or not and it's not a matter of how you sit or the engine or the gearing or the heat. It's a matter of what the rear suspension literally is doing and can you accept that behavior and live with it or not. That's it. Price-wise, they're going to be roughly the same, uh, the shotgun and the Super Meteor. Take your pick. The Super Meteor looks good in a older school cruisery kind of way and the shotgun looks good in a more modern custom kind of way but both very proportionate good-looking motorcycles. Pick one. Slightly different riding experiences, but fundamentally the same in terms of looks good, does a few things well, uncomfortable. Good job. Uh, you can rate the summary.
0: <laughs> I'll, but it's my summary, so I get this points. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Please, please,
1: if my summary was good, please give him an eleven on ten. Because I give him the opportunity,
0: right? So prices you're saying won't be very different from the Super Meteor? No, I think they'll and, be the same ballpark. Uh, okay, and. Uh, Anything about the colors? Is there anything that, because they usually have a big, I
1: mean... Uh, I don't even know how many colors there, but I think they have four colors or okay. three colors or something like that. Okay. And for once, there's quite a bit of uh, graphics and stuff going on this oh, time. Oh really? Yeah, oh. so there is a, what they call the Stencil White, oh. which is I think the one that you'll see the most often in, on the online versions. We have okay. the blue one, which is relatively graphic-free. Right. Uh, strangely enough, it says shot gun. Uh, yeah. on the side panel, which again, the, this Royal Enfield 650 side panels are beginning to kind of annoy me. If you remember the top version of the Super Meteor also, it just has like a sticker on it. Right. Uh, and I'm really expecting a little bit more adornment there, but I don't seem to see it. So okay. similarly, the shotgun. Um, but oh, okay, it is what it is. And I think there are three or four other colors. So, and I think you will see color updates. Hunter also just I think got two color added colors to it. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of change Royal Enfield does seem to do.
0: Last question. Sure. If you're a weekend rider and you're heading out for that, this is comfy enough, would you say?
1: Again, I'm. If the roads are decent in the direction that you're heading in, you should be fine.
0: But that's a caveat you'd apply even to the super meteor.
1: No, on the super meteor, the roads have to be perfect. Ah, so it's better in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. Like on that stretch of highway, 35 kilometers of whatever construction, it was dirt and ruts Mm. and tarmac ruts, not dust ruts. So bike is moving because it's big tire. So it's it is taking the ruts Those and moving trucking. around and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, great, no problem. So I stood up. And when I stand up, my knees are practically touching the handlebar because the pegs are forward and you basically yeah. move forward in the bike to get it done. But uh, it managed. I hmm. managed. I didn't have a choice. Yeah, I couldn't remain Which seated. You couldn't anymore. have done with On the super meteor. meteor, you'd be out of options. It okay. would be uncomfortable and you wouldn't be able to stand up. Hmm. So you're basically stuck. Hmm. And then you'll be wondering, saying, okay, maybe I should use the pillion foot pegs and then put my feet there (laughs) and then stand up in this weird tabletop riding position or whatever and even that would be better because at least then your legs would work as the secondary suspension. So, it is easier fundamentally and you can stand up, add that together, yes. So, again, weekend riders, if the road is perfect, the Super Meteor is fine, there's no problem with it. Uh, Owners tell us two more clicks of preload seem to help. Oh, really? Yeah, make it stiffer two clicks, it seems to change the behavior a little bit, and seems to help. On the shotgun, I would try the same thing, two more clicks of preload to see if it makes the shotgun more comfortable. We'll try it when we test it, we haven't tested it, we just rode it about 250 kilometers for the story. And it is noticeably more comfortable than the Super Meteor, but it's still not in the ballpark of what I just say. Yes, this is comfortable, please get one. Always the issues on both are coming from the rear suspension, not the front. Awesome.
0: So this is, uh, of the two, I've definitely got uh... I have a what should I say I feel sparks with the shotgun which I didn't feel with the super medium you're third back I buy you (laughs) so anyways uh, we'd love to know what you make of the shotgun and if you have any more questions do let us know in the comments Shumi will be sure to get back to you or somebody will definitely get back to you yeah anything else otherwise no Um... thank you (laughs) thank you so much for watching
1: thank you